Hi, I'm Brad. Where are you calling from? And I'm calling from France. I'm from London in the UK. And I'm calling from Sydney, Australia. And wherever you are, welcome to Blonde Radio. Hi, I'm Brad. I live on the west coast of Canada and I love seeing things from a new point of view. And welcome to Blonde Radio, where every week I book a call with a stranger from around the world. But today's a little different. Sometimes guests reschedule, weeks get busy, and days don't always line up. So today, my good friend Kennedy has graciously joined us to talk about moving cities, staying on the grind, and finding consistency. But first, this week at Blonde Radio on Instagram, I gave you a prompt. What do you most appreciate about where you live? Here's what you had to say. Hi, I'm Juliet and I'm coming from France and what I love about my city is that it's a historical city. It was destroyed during World War II. They had to rebuild it in a short amount of time. My grandfather helped rebuilding it, so it's really important for me and I really love the fact that I can tell the story of my city with the story of my grandfather. So yeah. Hello, my name is Benji. I'm from London in the UK. What I appreciate most about where I live is uh, <laughs> there's a lot here. I come from a small town uh, in the middle of nowhere in the countryside in uh, England. And there is absolutely nothing. I used to live next to fields, which was nice because I, you know, I saw a lot of like wildlife and I could go up and I could walk two minutes from my house and you know, pet some cows or some sheep and horses too. But now that I live in London, there's a lot of accessibility. There's a lot to do. And it's fun because I don't think I'm ever going to be able to run out of things to do. So yeah, that's what I appreciate. Having anything and everything literally at my disposal. Hey Brad, it's Sophia calling from upstate New York. The thing that I most appreciate about where I live is that it's a part of New York that is pretty secluded, the middle of nowhere. It takes 10 minutes for me to get into the village of the town that I live in, but half an hour to get to any actual like stores. And because of that, it's kind of a really laid back town, very close-minded, not a lot of other opinions, not a lot of other people, but you drive up like an hour and then you're in New York City. <laughs> so it's cool being able to grow up with two very different influences and um, also make friends that have such different lifestyles from me because we're actually a lot closer than we think. Hey, my name's Jovan. I'm calling in from Perth, Western Australia. My favourite thing about living here is most definitely the art scene, the youthful art scene that's popping off at the moment. It is something to behold, it's something to observe, it's something to cherish, man. It's really, really sick. Hey, my name is Mia and I'm calling from Sydney, Australia. And the thing I appreciate most about where I live is probably just those little bits of nature. Like, I love that I can wake up to the sound of birds singing outside my window or when I walk to my bus stop, the flowers glow and like the warm morning light. <laughs> just those little things, man. They get me every time. I don't know what it is. Thanks to everyone for submitting their responses. Now, here's Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Brian. How's your day been? How was the stream? Dude, the stream was ass. Oh, I went I'm sorry. Oh, and eight. Today. Right, right. I saw. That was, that was like the one of the worst days I've had. I was in top five hundred, but I don't know if I'm new season, so I don't know. It's still adjusting. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And was there an update? It was just a new skin. 
Oh, dude, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, new new content. We got a skin. They even did this promo thing on their socials, uh-huh. and Roadhog was just sitting in Hanamura, and I thought, holy crap, there's a new game mode or something. And I load up the game, and there's just a skin. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's so upsetting. I know. The things we do for the games we love. And that and right. well and do you even love the game? We'll get into it. But uh <laughs> for, well, where where are you calling from? I'm calling from your hometown. Yeah, you're literally at BC. You're like uh wonder how long it would take to walk. Maybe like I, I drive by your car a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always point it out. Hey, there he is. <laughs> I could just walk on in. You really could. I <laughs> well first off the bat for people that don't know you. Give us the the elevator pitch on Ken. Who is Ken? What do you do and what kind of got you to where you are today? Sticking to Twitch kind of thing probably. Or whatever sort of like cuz you know, Twitch is a well, part of you. So Yeah, I do a lot of Twitch. I don't know. I'm a very energetic, tall, lanky, hyper dude. Basically back in 20 20- 17 i believe 2018 my work laid me off for the winter it was like the spring winter and i was playing overwatch and i was sweating a lot going really good at it well trying to get good at it at the start i was really rough i started playing that and i thought oh i want to go pro in this game because it it seems really cool because overwatch league was a thing and it was really developed and looked really good and it seemed really fun so i was like oh i want to try and do that I was like, man, I got to work at the same time. So I decided to try out streaming. Mm-hmm. That was the most boring thing I ever did in my <laughs> life. It was so like I started with zero viewers and I was just streaming to a wall, actually an unfinished concrete basement. Mm-hmm. That was something. That's where I very first started. And that was boring. So I decided to get a costume and dress up really crazily, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So I did that, and then I found one viewer found me at the bottom of the directory. Yeah, so he's always been there around. And is that kinda, Gunner? That is Gunner. He was my very <laughs> first viewer, and it, it took about five to six streams mm-hmm. to have one person talk. My God, dude, that was so demotivating. Yeah, but I just kept on plugging away, and I I enjoyed the game, so it wasn't the most unbearable thing. Mm-hmm. Once I started streaming more, then I started to get one person, and then eventually two came along. And when someone actually came back, it was like the most exciting thing because I was like, oh my God, dude, you came back to see me. How's it going? How, how, how It's only been a couple hours, but hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I used to get so excited. And yeah, so then eventually down that path then i got laid off and off for work and i was only streaming about once a week at that point when i had the one or two viewers so i got laid off from work and i decided to say kind of like screw this Mm -hmm. i wanted to go full hard mode play the game 12 hours a day stream for 12 hours a day i used to do that about five days a week and wow that dude the most i streamed was like 30 days in a row or something and it was painful like (laughs) of course that much and like waking up getting there and then at the finish just feeling haggard is that a good word i don't know just feeling exhausted just dead tired Mm -hmm. i used to eat peanut butter and banana sandwiches two of them (laughs) throughout the whole day um but yeah so basically that's what i'm doing but for the time being i kind of went a little too hard and decided to Mm -hmm. do that for too long with the 12 hours a day so i kind of ended up bashing my head into a wall but yeah so now i'm kind of doing it every other day but not to the crazy extent as i was but um yeah yeah i found a bit more 
balance maybe i know you're working on some other stuff as well yeah is... find some more balance right now because covid and everything i, I got a laid off from my other job that i was doing yeah Jeez, I'm getting laid off a lot i'm not a bad employee it just works <laughs> tough okay covid because they so laid off everyone with covid so now i'm like well streaming's good it's not the most safe career let's mm-hmm. say especially for my audience i don't have i'm not making in cash money so i'm going to school, upgrading my high school courses because then as a young boy in high school, it was really bad and just scraped by thinking I wouldn't need it and I'm paying the price. So that's what I'm doing right now. It catches up to you for real. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you you built that from zero, which is like the, the most incredible thing whenever I mention you and your story on stream or to friends or whatever. I'm like, this man was Thanks, in the basement, literally yeah. staring out the wall. With zero <laughs> I had squirrels running through my, my yeah. room as well while I was doing it. Oh, my you God. You had the hole in the floor that over flooded. And... That overflow was spicy meatballs from like someone's lunch from two weeks ago and like broccoli and squirrels <laughs> running through. And I just kept on streaming. I even got a squirrel, put it on top of my computer and we all named it joseph and joseph was there for the whole entire rest of the stream uh, i hope he's living good a good life yeah we, we let him go don't worry yeah <laughs> awesome um because well even like with overwatch like that started where did the love for video games started that always been uh, a thing? yeah i remember exactly halo combat evolved on the classic xbox Hell absolutely yeah. beautiful game people like to say it defined the fps genre but Oh, it was such a good game. I played the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I just never really kicked it. I always played video games, Xbox 360. I never got the new Xbox or the one before that. I just Then after the 360, I kind of jumped to PC and started playing PC games. But totally. um, yeah. Oh, I forgot. You had a bit of a YouTube account there for a while as well. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to love playing RuneScape and I actually have a YouTube. I private all those videos. But I had a YouTube channel and I had the squeakiest voice. I think I was like 14. Hi guys, it's me, Ken. <laughs> Everyone at school I would bring that up and I would like run away and hide because I was humiliated, like absolutely humiliated about it because I knew it was cringy, but I just loved playing RuneScape. Oh, totally. But like you had a decent following on there. I think I had about 400 subscribers or something. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, some of your videos popped off. Some of them, actually, I think I had one that had like 17, 18K views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm surprised that happened. Which is so cool. Because like you were like obviously still in school and just like kind of doing this thing as a side thing. Yeah, that was like in grade eight. And that was a big deal for me. Hell yeah. <laughs> and okay, talking about school. It's so interesting because I feel like you're kind of both sides. I When I first met you at our local deli, um, oh yeah good times i feel like i saw you turn from like the more slightly introverted the kid that would run away when they were <laughs> confronted to like the biggest class clown i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was there a transition well, or i feel like i've i'm still definitely introverted i hate going outside and doing things i just stay at home Mm -hmm. and if an opportunity comes up for me to leave i usually just say no thank you but (laughs) yeah if i'm with friends or something and i'm like streaming for example Mm -hmm. which is odd because you're in front of a bunch of people but Mm -hmm. i'm like really hyper really into it i'm really energetic and then when it comes to irl if i spend more than like two hours with someone i'm just dead exhausted introvertedly exhausted so I, i i do think i'm 
the same, but not to the extent of me being as shy. It's crazy that like that's what exhausts you when you would run these 12 hour streams where you would get noise complaints because of how loud you were. Oh my, dude, the noise, com I've had so many noise complaints. <laughs> I had my t landlady run through the door and yell at me. Oh my God. Yeah. Sheesh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> my favorite is uh, your time in the shed. You got a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little Costco shed in the backyard running for a bit. Was it a neighbor that came over to ask her? Yeah, so, oh my god, I can't get away from people. Like, anywhere <laughs> I go, I just get noise complaints. Yeah, so I even streamed in a backyard garden shed for a bit, and I had a neighbor walk on over, and he was like, what the fuck is going on over here? And then I was like, what's happening? My dog's barking. Open up the door, and I'm like, this is guy. Like, he looks... Like, I, I, he looks disheveled. I'm like, who are you? He's like, oh, I thought it was the neighbors yelling. What are you doing in there? I'm like, nothing. He's like, you doing a podcast? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. He's like, oh, that's okay, man. You do you. I'm like, could he get out of my yard? <laughs> I'm like, what? That is too good. I'll remember yeah. that for a long time. <laughs> and tell me, give me the rundown on Australia. What was oh, the man. decision? What was the intention? <sighs> I feel like I should do that again because... At the time, I was just graduating college welding. Mm -hmm. I did half of my final year in a college course, and it was welding. I decided to switch it up because I was like, ah, I'm doing the same thing all, all every day. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to fly down and go to Australia and try something new. Yeah. And yeah, so I decided to say screw it. I booked a hostel for one week. I got a visa, and I just went that was actually the most fun thing I've done in a while. It was like so exhilarating. It was like, mm -hmm. I'm nowhere near anybody. I'm on a land by myself. Like it's not even attached to anything. And I know no one and I have to live, you know? So I have to like get a house or like rent, a, rent in a house, get a bank, get a phone because Canada, your phones are locked. Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I had to get a phone, bank and all that stuff. And I decided just to do that and try it out. And it was actually a lot of fun. It's just it's funny enough, introverted. I actually got really low i would say lonely i got bored mm. like i was just doing the same thing playing overwatch <laughs> on my ps4 that i imported all the way from canada that's all i used to do and i was like man this is boring because i was just planning to go with somebody yeah. i decided to go without them because they did just kind of flaked out last minute oh no but that's uh, no biggie so yeah it really lights a fire under your ass eh, when you're in just like it's like yeah. an alien planet <laughs> yeah and i i was i didn't so we're, I don't know if you were there. I was playing with one of my friends until about seven in the morning. I think you were there. Probably because the time we're, zones were playing Overwatch. Yeah. No, no. Before I left for Australia, oh, like okay. the day of my flight, I was up with definitely with Tristan. Were you there? Maybe. Until I, about seven in the morning? My like, yeah, my sleep schedule has like, been I fucked, like but it was more fucked then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I was definitely up with Tristan. I think you were there for the most of it, if not all of it. And I was up until about 7 a.m. And my flight was about 10 a.m. The ideal was I'm going to stay up all night and sleep on the plane. However, I had this big guy who was like a lumberjack with dandruff sitting next to me, putting oh, his head no. on my shoulder, falling asleep. And yeah, so I didn't get any sleep. And then I got to <laughs> Australia. I was like, I'm going to die i need to sleep i got to australia and i got just a sudden urge of energy and i was just running through the whole like all of downtown sydney figuring everything out speed race weird yeah <laughs> that's awesome that's hilarious what do you think the biggest thing you learned from that trip was 
I feel like the biggest thing is just knowing I can survive out there and like not die. You know, I got <laughs> I got some kind of independence in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can figure things out, troubleshooting because things weren't all that smooth going down there. It was setting up a place, but yeah, I can act quickly and figure things out for myself, which was actually pretty cool. Is that it comes back to that thing? It's like when you have no options left. It's like you kind of you make it work. Uh, yeah, you have- I literally had to because <laughs> I I had a week in a hostel and nothing else. I was like, oh geez. And you made it work. And then yeah, I think yeah. you you learned so much more about yourself when you were there. You came back a different yeah. person, I think. Thanks, man. Of course, I like to think so. Do you feel like you found a home yet, or do you think you could ever be tied to a home? Even because once you came back, even you know you went to Edmonton, then you came back <laughs> here, and then you're living in the states for a little bit, and now you're back here, and it's like I'm like I don't know if Ken knows where home is, and I think that's okay. No, I like to hop around a lot. I don't think I do know where my home is because I like to bounce around. I. I find it, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I'm kind of different like that. I don't like mm-hmm. to be stuck in one spot for too long, it seems. I do like to go out and see the world and like live in somewhere else and not really meet new people. It's odd. I like play games. I like playing games in a different city and I feel good about it. But I feel yeah. bad about playing games in this, like where my hometown is. It's odd. What so do you... I don't know where home is. Yeah. When it comes to the hometown. Because, you know, I, I got the itch, too. I was here for most of my life. And then I was like, ah, yeah. I got to go to Edmonton, uh, which was a funny <laughs> choice. But what what would you say you appreciate most about Victoria, about it, where we live? Oh, 100% how nice it looks. It yeah. is probably, I think, it's probably the nicest place in Canada. Not because I live here, but I've seen other parts of Canada. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of gross, um, especially <laughs> the interior. <laughs> it gets really cold. And it's really dry and it's really frozen and flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the oceans with the with all the islands, like I'm looking at an island right now across from me. And like you can see Mount Baker, which is in like in Washington State. Greenery, like all the pine. It's just a really nice place to be. Dang. Should do a sales pitch for Vancouver Island, be in a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the number one thing I come back to is like drive like 15 minutes in any direction. You can see water and that's... Yeah. Uh, 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 feels good so nice yeah hell yeah back to you a bit here how do you stay committed to the grind because you know whether it's the gym or overwatch Mm. i've never known you to give up easily or without like a good reason not a lot of people have that Where, where does that come from well that comes from basically me saying honestly now or never you know mm-hmm. you kind of gotta just stick with it if you don't do it now something's gonna come up probably in the future and you're gonna be like doing some because i worked in retail jobs and those were awful so i kind of started to appreciate what i was doing with streaming and everything thinking it could be a lot worse just tough it out i'm sure down in the future it's gonna be a lot brighter mm-hmm. right because Honestly, it's really rare to not have any kind of like sacrifice and not have a reward. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, so it's not always going to be the nicest thing, but the reward can be p- paid off a lot more. And that's way better than working some crappy retail jobs serving customers. Man, I can't stand customers nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just about being consistent and, you know, persistent. Persistent, is that the right word? Yeah, is consistent that, that the, and persistent. Persi- and yeah. persistent. What's the other word? Consistent? Pers- Consistent, persistent, and uh, uh, there's one more. Deficient. <laughs> deficient. <laughs> is that just rhyming or is that actually the, I think the we're same. just rhyming here at this point. <laughs> yeah, but that's basically it. Hell yeah. Um, and this might tie into it, but what are, in your opinion, uh, the best and worst parts about Twitch streaming? Well, obviously the best part, chat. Um, they make the stream, I feel, sometimes. 
they keep you interested, they keep everyone else interested, and then you can form your own community, kind mm-hmm. of like you have. And it's kind of like a little family and a little friendship. And I, t- I actually talk to a lot of the people outside of my stream as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually met some in real life because I went to TwitchCon and I met uh, like 20 of my viewers. And it was like the most crazy thing. I, I didn't meet a single person from online until I went to TwitchCon and I was overwhelmed. Insane. Yeah, I know. Like I'm not a huge, definitely not but the fact i'm meeting 20 people that i've never seen but i've I've talked to a lot it was just really weird but it was really cool and the worst is if you're starting out being alone you can feel definitely lonely Mm -hmm. it's hard to stay energetic and trying to stay interesting when yourself you might be bored you know Mm because sometimes talking with someone balancing back and forth is nice but when you have to keep maintain consistent energy throughout the whole entire stream and nobody or very little people are talking it's kind of tough that's definitely the hardest thing i think yeah and yeah that's definitely the hardest thing that makes sense um well i do want to thank you taking time out of your day ken speak with me but in closing i have one more question um what advice would you give to someone who wants to fully commit to their goal you talked to it a little bit but you know starting is one thing but where does that consistency come from or what advice would you give to someone who's trying to find that consistency I would definitely, first of all, try and do a little bit of a schedule, find a nice balance between what you're doing in life. If you have a job or you're going to school, make sure you still do school. Don't drop out unless you're (laughs) making crazy money or something. Always maintain school, but find a nice balance and stick to it. Even on those days that you don't want to, I've had days where I don't want to do my stream. And those, it was really weird. I heard it was cliche, but if you do those days that you don't want to do it, sometimes they pay off the most. And once you get consistent at it, it'll become habit. And then once you start dipping that habit, if you start leaving, then you start to feel guilty. And then you kind of like tie yourself into it, you know? Yeah. Um, But the hardest thing is definitely taking that first step because honestly, it's like now or never, you know? Totally. The now or never is so big because like, uh, like this past year, it's like literally anything can happen. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Yeah, just because things have been somewhat consistent life-wise for the past bit doesn't mean it's going to be that way. So yeah, take a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Don't hold back because telling it, you'll regret it down the road. For real. I love that. I appreciate that. Thank you, Ken. No worries, man. Any exciting plans the rest of your day? Uh, I might play some Valheim, maybe try and get back some of those 0 and 8 losses. Yeah. So try and make those <laughs> ones back. <laughs> Well, thank you again, Ken. Thank you so much for sharing and, and being such a good homie all these years. It's been really appreciated. Yeah, no worries, my guy. We have to hook up soon. Very soon. We'll make it happen. All right. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. Take care. Ciao. Bye. Special thanks to Ken and everyone who's made a response for making this episode possible. Intro music provided by Wafy. That's W-A-Y-F-I-E and accompanying tracks by Lowboil, that's L-O-B-O-I-L, who can both be found on all major streaming platforms. Be sure to come by our Twitch stream this Sunday at 2pm PST for more Blonde Radio interviews brought to you live. I'll see you soon, and thanks for tuning in to Blonde Radio.